Are you looking for a podcast about waiting for the thunder? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh! Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? <sighs> I've been better. Oh, okay. I was better this weekend. It was just Memorial Day weekend, right? Oh, it was a good weekend. Nice long weekend. Man, I know. And it was so good. And then come to work today. And I was just like, man. Like, do you ever like leave something that's bad? And then when you come back to it, you realize just how bad it is to you. Oh, yeah. I had a job like that before <laughs> where you come back from a vacation. You're like, I just don't want to work here anymore. I, I like came back and was like, my God, I just would rather die oh. than do this. This is the worst. I don't want any part of this anymore. So it was a good weekend, but it fucked up my perspective right now. Yeah. Hate that. Well, at least you're employed. Yeah, that's like the one thing I keep saying to myself. Yeah. But this weekend also kind of sucked. Why? So, I don't know what made me think about it to look this up, okay? Okay. But I was like playing around with stuff. Um, I think I think we were watching something and I wasn't too into it. So I was just kind of like playing on my tablet and stuff. Yeah. For some reason, I was looking up... Um, like blu-ray stuff and i was like you know what whatever happened to that one um like robocop thing that just came out because i love robocop yeah and by the way speaking to last episode we kind of went over our movie stuff yes i'm really upset that robocop wasn't anywhere on my list i'm surprised it wasn't because robocop is one of your like core movies that was like one of my things like for real so Every device that I own. Do you ever, like, name your devices? <laughs> like, in my head? Or, like, so like Wi-Fi? So, like, when you get a new phone, when you, like, play with the settings, it'll be, like, you know, like, what do you want to name your phone? And so you oh. can, like, take out, like, Samsung S9 and call it whatever you want. Right? Okay. And that's how people will see it, I guess, on Bluetooth and stuff, too. Right? Yeah. Uh, every time I've named a PlayStation, my Xbox, everything, it's always... Robo, and then whatever the thing is. Because <laughs> RoboCop is just Robo, and then he's a cop. <laughs> right, it's part of your, you know, that's, that's the kit right there. So my Xbox One, the X-Bone, is my Robo-Bone. <laughs> that was my favorite one. Uh, my phone is the Robo S9. It was the Robo S7 before then. Like, RoboCop's my shit. Yep. And so I was looking at Blu-ray stuff, and I was like, whatever happened? Really nice release. So I look it up, and I was like, oh, yeah. Well, they had, like, the really big one, and then they had, like, the Steelbook one. And I was like, I don't really want the one that's got, like, all the shit in it. Yeah. So I look it up, and Best Buy has it. There's only one in 250 miles of my home address. Oh, no. Right? And the one that's close, to, the one that has it, the one copy that's remaining in that 250 miles is right next to my address. What? So I was like, well, fuck yeah, I'll pick it up on Tuesday. I All went right. ahead and ordered it, right? Uh, that was Saturday. Wake up. No, that was Sunday night. Wake up Monday. And they go, yeah, we didn't really have that. You're going to need to cancel that order. What? It was on your website. I demand the RoboCop. A bitch. So no cool RoboCop steelbook for me. Boo. I was a little upset. Yeah. And I was like, well, I guess I didn't need it. But shit. Yeah, that's a bummer. How are you gonna tease the steelbook collecting guy with a (laughs) steelbook of one of his favorite movies and say, yeah, we got one in the whole state. God. No, we don't. I was a little butthurt. Well, you know what can help with that? What? One of these. So I actually had another drink, and I went and put it in the fridge so I could get one of these to be able to... with you. So... (sighs) Mm, That is good. 
Well, um, then I actually played. So this was a good part of the weekend, though. Okay. Um, I actually did get to play a game. Oh, did you play more Animal Crossing? No. <laughs> no. Okay. We actually did play a lot of Splatoon because there was a Splatfest this weekend. Oh, yeah. Right. So you were team Mayo, right? I'm personally team Ketchup, but I had to pick Mayo because I wanted to be on Taylor's team. <laughs> okay. And how'd you guys do? Uh, we lost. Oh, boo. I know. I was actually surprised. So, so what they do is at the end of a Splatfest, they say, okay, who... Who had the most number of people that joined their team? That's the first, like, score, right? Okay. Uh, 55% of people went ketchup, 45% went mayo. Dang. So ketchup gets a point, right? I feel like ketchup is the more universally popular condiment, so I feel like more people would join Team Ketchup just yeah. for that. Ketchup is I mean, just okay, though. I'm not, like, into ketchup, and, like... America is all about ketchup, but other continents and other countries are very much in the mayonnaise realm. Oh, yeah. Um, when I was in the UK, every sandwich had mayo on it, period. It'd all be up about the mayo. Period. So, uh, ketchup had a point, and then they go, uh, who won the most rounds? So what they do is they'll put four people from Team Mayo against four people of Team Ketchup, right? Uh-huh. And then whoever wins the most number of matches against each other gets points, right? Okay. So they split it by, like, like normal play and then, like, the pro play. Or so, like, for Overwatch, like, quick play versus uh, ranked, right? Okay, yeah. So then they did those. Uh, Mayo won, like, quick play, the standard mode, but Ketchup won the, like, ranked play. Well... So, ketchup won two to one. Boo. And I was like, I mean, I'm fine with that, but shit. But that's basically almost a tie because one of them is just like, how many people do you have? Yeah, pretty much. So, where it matters, you guys got the points. Yeah. So, uh, played that, but no, I played not a video game. Oh, a physical game? I was playing some card games. Oh, I was going to guess hide and seek. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was too rainy for that. That's true. It's been very rainy. So I busted out some decks of cards. And I know you'll probably be like, "That's that sounds like an old person game. But I don't give I, a shit. I fucking love cards, dude. Are you kidding? Okay. I was play getting... Uno? No, not Uno. Uh, Do you play Pinochle? I don't even know what that is. Me neither. That's an okay, old person cool. game. <laughs> I did... Is that even a card game? Yeah. I know that has a really weird deck. And I know that it sounds like penis and pineapple had a baby. I think I always mix it up with badminton, the one with the little, like, circles that you push on the board. That's backgammon. Backgammon, whatever that is. I don't like that either. Badminton's the one with, like, the the birdie that you talk about. Oh, badminton. It's like tennis. I love badminton, yeah. I love badminton. Yeah, with that shuttlecock. Yeah, shuttlecock, that's the (laughs) word. (laughs) Um, No, I played Canasta. Canasta, that that does sound like an old person. Like I Mahjong. Hate it. You Man. hate it? No, I love Canasta. I just hate that you're like, yep, it does sound old. Oh, yeah. Well, it sounds like something, you know, they would play on Seinfeld at the retirement home or something. Probably. Um, so it was me, my mom, and Taylor. We played the three-handed version. You're supposed to play with four people and have two teams of two. Okay. But there, But there is a way to play it with only three people. And it becomes kind of an every person for themselves thing. Okay. Man, it was fun. I forgot how much I love playing Canasta. I would like join a Canasta league, man. <laughs> oh my god. Canasta's the shit. I'm good Super at it. Super into it. I'm like really good at Canasta. I really love like the the whole concept of card games and dice games, you know, because it's so simple like humanity takes this thing like a little piece of bone with six sides and you have different dots on it and you're like let's make a very complicated game out of this using math and luck yeah because like uh me and my mom have played it forever but we were teaching taylor and you should have seen her when she'd ask like one question and the answer would be like five different explanations 
Yeah. You know, it's like, well, in this case, it would be like this. But since you're asking it in this case, it would mean like this. But really, it depends on if you mean it like this, because this is what it could do. And she was just like, just how do I do this one thing this one way? And it's like this way. Yeah, I can't play complicated card games like that. I don't have the like the memory space in my brain for that stuff. I don't know why. Like over Christmas, my family played this card game called 99. You ever played that? I've heard of it, but I've never played it. So I'm going to try to explain the rules as I understood them, but I clearly didn't understand the rules. So it's basically like you're counting with the cards. So like you play a two and that's two points. And then you lay a seven down on top of it and it's nine points now. And then you like keep passing it around in a circle. And then when you hit 99, one of the cards in your hand is a reset card. Like I think King resets it to zero and then a four is like a reverse. So like reverses the direction (laughs) and then an ace also does something, but I forget what it does. But like I warned my family. I was like, we, I've never played 99 and they were like, yes, you have. You've always played it as a kid. And I was like, no, you guys wouldn't let me play because I'm bad at math. And I oh interrupted God. the flow of it. So you're going to get mad at me because I don't know how to count. <laughs> and of course, we're fucking playing. And it's like 34 and it passes to me. And I lay down a seven and I'm like, and that's 18, 40 <laughs> some, something. And then by the time I figure out the fucking math, it's back to me. <sighs> Sorry, <laughs> what on a, a math rant there? I'm just like I'm just like playing the game in my mind, and I'm like, I don't know. It it's, could be fun. It's one of those really Maybe. fast games that like everyone's playing super yeah. fast, like Speed or War. And I'm just yeah. like, I don't understand it. But you do like Speed, though, right? I do like Speed because it's easy. Okay, cool. Fastest hands in the West. So, pretty simple weekend, full of some good, some bad. You know, how it goes. That's good. What about you? What did you do? Uh, I got my piece of mail that we, you know, oh, okay. I, I was thinking about how much we should on the post office last episode, and I feel a little bit bad because they're trying their best. <laughs> but I mean, I get they just need to like let their rules be known a little better. That's it. I guess. Yeah. They, they don't do bad work. I'm not I'm not saying they do bad work, but. Oh, well, by the way, I did go get my package uh-huh. that they didn't leave. I mean, there's a reason they didn't put it in those lockers for me, because was it's it like big? twice the size of one. Oh, yeah, oh, it's fucking huge. <laughs> okay, good. So you figured it out. I went down to get my package. HGP was something something pharmacy. So it was my pills, and I didn't even have to order them. The post office just okay. knows that it's time for pills, and they sent it to me. So I don't know why I was so mad at the post office last week, but I just wanted to issue a public apology to the postal service well well shit since i just brought it up i got the package with the switch thing oh oh shit the the animal crossing book well actually we got that too Ah! uh the book is okay actually i I was a little underwhelmed when i went through it i was like see that's why i I, didn't want to buy it because like i I have to know all this already yeah Yeah, and it's like shake trees and furniture will fall out sometimes i know that but it does have, like, a really nice guide of uh, all the villagers and their birthdays and, you know, uh, all that cool stuff. Just like the internet. Well, I mean, everything's on the internet, but if the book has a good way of laying it out. Yeah. Well, because it sucks to go look up, like, bug prices. Because I got to, like, okay, yes. which, what, which, like, website did I like? And then you got to search it, and, and then you got to go research it every time. You yeah. Know? But if you had the book, you could always just go, boom, like two-page spread, here's everything, I got it, right? You could just bookmark it and look it up by image instead of knowing the but name of the book. I could say this about the book, though. Okay. Everybody online doesn't have all of the items yet. So there's a bunch of items that, like, you go, well, what's in this collection? And they go, well, oh. we know that this is in it, but we don't know how much it's worth because no one's ever owned it to sell it yet. Okay, so this you has, know? like, all the secret stuff. Yeah, it's got every item that is in the game. And it tells you every item that is interactable. So there's some good stuff about it. All right, good. But no, I got those Switch Grips. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How are they? I am very passionate. (laughs) Would totally love to do sponsored for this. Okay. All right. But I will have to throw it out there. Not sponsored, just passionate. Okay. okay. 
but those satisfied grips, man, it it's it's just like your switch melts into your hand and it just feels <laughs> right, Brian. Okay. Oh my god, it is awesome. Holy crap. It's the <laughs> best thing them, ever. Do they make them for the Switch Lite too? Yes. Okay, because I've got two friends that I forced to buy Animal Crossing and they bought Switch Lights. Oh my god. So Well, they can have uh, Switch grips specifically for the light as well. Okay. Yeah, because they both complain about like thumb cramps and I cannot blame oh, them because the Switch is so uncomfortable to hold. Well, because it's so tiny. It's, but it's so tiny. It's supposed to be like... This is a handheld system. It's not Nintendo. It ain't. I mean, my Game Boy Advance fit my hands when I was a child. Yeah, maybe this would fit a child. Even now, I'm like, I'm like, all right, this is even uncomfortable. But the Game Boy Advance is one of the most comfortable systems there is. (laughs) But as a huge man adult, (laughs) it just isn't the same, you know? Okay. Yeah, I'm wondering if maybe if it's made for child hands, then I kind of understand it. But they should have a, a Switch light light for children and then a Switch light for adults. I will re-give you the link and you pass it on to them. Those those grips are only like 26 bucks. Okay. They're not it. expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not expensive. It's only expensive when you start getting into the cases because those, those grips are really big, right? Yeah. So they don't fit in any cases that are out there, but they make a case that it fits in. So, of course, I got the one that comes with the case, and it is the best case. It's so good. good. I could not oversell this. I give it a 10 out of 10. I would make everybody that has a Switch go to them. They deserve it. This shit delivered in spades. It's perfect. All right. Wonderful. And I need you to get one. I'll think about it. I'm hardly ever on the actual, like, Switch Mm. in my hands, you know, since I have... That's true. The dockability. I mean, isn't your Switch a full size? Yeah. But you find yourself playing often enough in handheld mode that you would get the grip? Almost, like, exclusively in handheld mode. Why, though? Because typically if I'm... Okay, well, really, I haven't been playing the Switch much until Animal Crossing came out. Yeah. And I always played on the TV. But then Animal Crossing came out and me and Taylor were kind of playing it together. Okay. And it was just easier to be able to, like, pick up and go and not have to, like, put it on the TV or she'd be on the TV. Yeah. And really, it is just nice to just pick it up and play it wherever. That's true. Like, I don't have to, like, go in there. Plus, I went, I took it to my parents when I went to Memorial Day with them, right? Uh-huh. And I just had it right there. I could do whatever I wanted with it. Convenient. Okay, well, that's good. I'm glad it's a but good yes. purchase for you. Everyone needs one, please. While we're on the subject of Animal Crossing Corner, we weren't there, but I'm okay. taking us there. Okay. Okay. I have a couple things to say. So, first of all, um, Ismail, one of our listeners, sent us a video of, like, his island. He gave us a little tour. Okay. That, the coolest shit I've ever seen. Did you see it on Twitter? No, I did not yet. Oh, my God. It's like a four-minute tour. He just, like, walks us around the island. <laughs> I was I was living for it. His island is so crazy good. Like, he must have spent hundreds of hours landscaping this shit because it's impeccable, immaculate. Okay. And uh, I just want to like throw it out there. If listeners want to send us island tours, I am so excited about, about that. Yes, I want that. So take us on a tour of your island, please. Okay. Um. However, so last time I played, I had a villager who expressed interest in leaving and I have been so on the fence about villagers who want to leave. Like I've had three villagers leave now and I think they're all the same personality type, which I don't know what that says about me, but they just weren't doing it for me. I don't know. But, um, so two of them, one of the first one she left and she just went like to the void. I don't know where she went. And the second one, I told my friend Logan, I was like, Hey, the sheep is leaving. I know that you think she's cute. Would you like to keep her? And she was like, yeah, I'll keep her. And she came over and got the sheep. And when I went to visit the sheep on her island, the sheep remembered me. And I was like, that's cool. And then I also ran into on her island, the cow that left my island first. And I was like, what? And so I talked to her and she was like, hey, I used to live on your island. Do you remember me? I was like, yeah, I remember you. So apparently when villagers leave your island, they have a chance to go to an open plot on your friend's island, whether they want them or not. Okay. Which I thought was crazy. I didn't know that. So... 
hot tip for you Animal Crossing players out there. I guess that would make sense to things that Taylor has said while playing with her sisters. I was always kind of confused, like, why she was like, maybe they'll come to your place. I'm like, why would they do that? They can't do that. Yeah. But I guess they can. It's a little bit weird for me because, like, I know that copies of my villagers exist on my friend's islands because I think Taylor has the villager cookie and I have the villager cookie. She's like a pink dog with a giant nose and really, really cute eyes. Yes. Um, I love her to death. She expressed interest in leaving and I was like... You're never leaving at all, <laughs> ever. You're, you live in my soul now. I, you're keep, I'm, I'm keeping you. But uh, anyway, the most recent one that left, Celia, the eagle. I, I like her a lot and she waters my flowers and I love her so much. She's green. She's an eagle. She reminds me of UNT. But she expressed yeah, yeah. interest in leaving. So I was like, okay, that's fine. And luckily I was able to ship her over to our good friend, Jose, who's also a listener. Thank you, Jose, for taking Celia off of my wings. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm going to go find another villager because I, I have been like just waiting for villagers to come to me instead of going out on islands and like seeking them out, you know? Okay. So this time I was like, I'm going to seek out an island villager and I'm going to get one that's super cute. I want like a wolf or I want uh, a goat. And those are the only two that I'll accept. And I go to the island. The first dude that I see, (laughs) I want you, don't click on this yet. So I'm not, I'm not. I go to this island and I see this little like head bobbling around and it's this little red guy. And I was like, what the fuck animal is he? And I see that he has like this crazy nose coming out the front of his head. Okay. Uh, so I, I go up to him and he turns around and I'm like, I'm going to get this villager just because it's basically Robert. And I want you to click on this. Okay. Here I go. <laughs> Why is that basically me? <laughs> Look at his t-shirt. <laughs> I love gold. him so much. He's wearing oh a black t-shirt with this big gold square on it. And in bold black letters, it just says gold. <laughs> gold. I like that t-shirt, so, though. He's so, like, mad and sassy. And he's an I octopus, know. apparently. I don't know what the octopus's faces are in this game. But I, I love him, and I never want him to leave. <laughs> they look like all the um, octopus things from Zelda games. It looks like Birdo, but without the bow. Kind of, yeah. Also, he has so, like Forrest Gump bangs, and I just I can't get over it. I didn't know if those were like his eyebrows, and he was mad. Maybe he looks mad for sure. Well, shit! Now you've said that it could be bangs, and now I'm just seeing it as hair, and it's disturbed him to me. Like, like I don't like him now. I love him. His little Forrest Gump bangs and his gold shirt, and his his house is fucking uh-huh. cool. It's like okay. space themed. So he has a he has a rocket in there. Everything is stars. Okay, it's incredible. I love him. Well, I am happy that you found a awesome octopus villager. <laughs> um, oh, the, makes me so happy. Let's see. I have not turned on the game in a little over two weeks now. Man, maybe I feel maybe like it's three. slipping away from you. Uh, Splatoon was good. And actually now I'm like, I just want a new Switch game. I just want something different. Just something different and entirely. I, I kept like trying to find a game to buy on memorial weekend because they were doing deals and stuff Uh uh-huh the deal that i wanted to do okay so gamestop's never done this deal they usually do like a buy two pre-owned games get another one for free Uh uh-huh but they were letting you mix and match you could buy a new game like two brand new games and get a new game for free oh damn buy two new ones get a pre-owned for free buy a new a pre-owned get a new one for free whatever it was that it shook out to be right okay yeah but you could mix and match the whole thing i could not get that deal to work for me to save my life why you couldn't find three of the games that you wanted i found three games i wanted but then nobody would have them oh boo and it's like well you know you can't have it so i was trying to get bayonetta because i want to play bayonetta shit never played it so they have that one you have to buy new because if you buy it for the Switch, they give you like the little SD card with Bayonetta 2 on it and then a digital code for part one. Okay. So if you buy it used, you're only going to get part two because that's the only one on the card, you know? Yeah. 
So I have to buy that one new. No one's got it new. And then I want to play, which is funny because of your little dude, but I want to play Octopath Traveler. <laughs> okay. Um, it's like a 16-bit game in like a 3D world, kind of. Yeah. It looks so pretty, and I've always wanted to play it. But that sounds cool. I hate, I hate buying games when they're not on sale. You yeah, know? I feel that. So I was like, well, maybe I can get Bayonetta and Octopath plus just a free game. I'd buy two brand new games to get a game for free, right? Hell yeah. Could not find anything else. Then nobody had the other two games. And I was like, you know what? Just fuck it. I'm done. Over it. I was just trying to buy stuff this weekend. I, I don't know what my deal was. Cash burning a hole in your pocket. It was just a sale weekend. I had to get something on sale, but nothing was on sale that I wanted. I made a purchase this weekend. What did you get? I got a back massager <laughs> that you wear <sighs> with a little backpack. I want one. That sounds awesome. It is awesome. Uh, I have like, I carry all my tension like in my shoulders and my neck and my upper back area. Okay. And it's basically just bricks back there. And uh, I thought that if I wore the back massager on like maximum power for half an hour, <laughs> that would just like get rid of it or help yeah. in some way. But today I am like... I would say 10% less tense, but also I have, like, giant bruises on my back. Oh, my God. (laughs) I just need somebody from, like, I don't know, a different plane of existence to come and just wreck me with massage technologies that are not of this world. Did I ever tell you about the time that I got a massage? I don't think so. Okay. I've only gotten one massage ever. Yeah, me too. Okay, but I would kill to go again yes um so we went it was me and taylor we did like the couples one you know Uh uh-huh and so she had like this like big strong dude right and i had this like little tiny asian lady right okay and so um she was gonna like do my back or whatever and she goes okay so i'm going to uh Offer three pressures. You just let me know which one works. And I was like, okay. So she was like, okay, so this is the light one. She does it real light, right? And I was like, okay. She goes, this is the medium. Pretty nice, right? Okay. She goes, or there's like, I mean, this isn't what she called it, but essentially it's like, just cripple you. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because she goes, so like, low, medium, and then she's like, or there's like the strong one, and like, it was like she was trying to press all the way through to the front of my body. <laughs> That's what I need. And and I was like, that one. <laughs> yes. Destroy me, tiny woman. And she... That's the strongest person I've ever met in my entire life. She was so strong. <laughs> For real. Like, And like about 10 minutes in, I was like, I kind of regret this choice. <laughs> this is too much. I just want to be beat to shit by somebody with trained hands. It's it's kind of like the best thing that you can do. I know. God. Yeah, we got a couple of massage um, one year for our anniversary, like five years ago. It's been forever. Yeah. I really want one again because like they they get in there. Their fingertips like go into your muscles. They get behind the bones and shit. I'm like, can you do that just always and forever? <sighs> but so... I think I got an hour that time. Yeah. I'd see if I could pay for like a two hour or something. Just get me for like a solid six, you know? Just like, just fucking ruin me. <laughs> Destroy me, please. I don't want to be able to walk. Ever. Like, oh man. Well, so is it like, so it's like a backpack. Like you put it on and then like sit in the chair and you pressing into it kind of helps it like See, get in you i don't know if you're supposed to press into it but that's what i did because that's what felt right well <laughs> it's i mean just like i put it on my back and it was like you know this is the single pressure that it has and it has those like three balls that like spin yeah. around and do its thing and i was like what if it was tighter and so i like tightened the straps and like <laughs> leaned into the chair and i was like oh yeah now it's into the tissue the deep tissue okay. and it was it felt really good while, while it was happening but now i'm just like black and blue yeah so yeah um but i'm gonna try it again and again and again (laughs) until it works 
until it works or my back disintegrates. That's it? You just bought your massager? and That's it. That's my massager. That's my purchase. So you sent me an article the other day that was pretty interesting. Yes. I can't believe we found something like this. Yeah. It was all over Twitter. And you know how Twitter like takes a piece of news and they just fucking run with it sometimes. So mm-hmm. the thing, the big highlighted article headline was uh, NASA finds parallel universe. Yeah. Um, so let's dig into this. So what happened is there's a group of experts that are working with NASA's, uh, they call it ANITA. It's the Antarctic Impulsive Transient Antenna. So it's basically like a giant balloon that hauls this big ass antenna up over Antarctica. And it's over in Antarctica because the air there is like really cold and dry. So it's a good condition to use it. There's like no, you know, environmental effects that are distorting what it's finding. Yeah. And so they detected uh, tiny particles called ultra-high... Yeah, ultra-high-energy cosmic ray neutrinos. So and I'm like, what does I all that mean? I have to tell you this. I only know what the neutrino is because of Big Bang Theory. Okay. <laughs> like, this is something that they went to research in one of the shows. Because oh. this, is, this is their field. Interesting. So I was like, oh, neutrinos? Psh, I know about those. All right. Um, I'd never heard of it before. But so apparently what they do is typically when we see neutrinos, they are high energy particles that are coming down from space. So they're they're stopped by the planet's solid matter. And for the neutrinos that the Anita team found, they're coming up out of the Earth. Yeah. Um, the explanation that they came up with for that is that maybe there's a parallel universe and it exists next to ours. So the way that I'm thinking of that is like, gosh, how do I, how do you even like? Okay. Okay. So, so then they go on to say in this that, so it's basically a parallel world next to ours. So that when the big bang happened, two universes came out, right? Right. But they're mirrors of each other. So they say in this one, this is the part that seems a little weird and I kind of had to think about it. But it was like, so they say that in this mirror world, time runs backwards, which is right. why I guess they're saying that it's coming out of the earth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Instead of going in. So. Okay. So I thought about it. Okay. I don't think it's necessarily saying you know, time is backwards, like, you know, people would be getting younger and that kind of shit, right? Okay. I think it's just the way that we see it. Like, when we go to a mirror and we look in it, everything is backwards, right? So, like, people who have a freckle on their right cheek would have it on their left cheek in their parallel universe? Yes. A backwards freckle. Um, I mean, if you were to look at a clock in a mirror, it's going the wrong way. Oh, <laughs> I know? like that. Okay. So... So in my mind, it's not necessarily that it's going backwards. It's just how their time is moving forward for them, though. It's just it's just the inverse of ours. So do you think in this possibility, it kind of fucks with my concept of free will almost? Because say that there is a second universe that happened at the same time. And it's basically, you know, how like a 3D picture. There's like the red part and the blue part and they're just overlapped. Yeah. So we're in like the blue universe and then in the red universe everything god i feel like i'm talking about the matrix now <laughs> okay <laughs> so in the red universe the red pill um the time would run backwards so things that have already happened in that universe are yet to happen in this universe so are we on just like a track and we're, we can't change our future it's happening because it has already happened so you're taking it as Big Bang happens, and there's, like, what what we perceive as the beginning of time, that is the end of their time? So, in their... Kind of thing? In their universe, a fucking cool meteor comes and hits the Earth, or I guess flies away from the Earth, and in its wake, dinosaurs are created. See, okay. That's what I was talking about with, like, the thing going backwards. I don't think it means backwards, like, things are happening in reverse to the way they happen with ours. Like, 
you know, the meteor came, killed the dinosaurs. I don't think it's theirs is happening the opposite way for us. I think the the time running backwards is is just still their forward time. It's just a different way than ours. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying, but at the same time, my brain won't accept it. <laughs> it just it's not. But for conducive. you, it's like it's like it's our world, but backwards. Yeah, but everybody's like blah, 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 talking backwards and shit, you know. If this caused this here, it's the opposite now. Yeah. So in a parallel universe, we have a podcast called "You Must Be Thinking of This Podcast," <laughs> and I live at your house, and you live at my house. Oh my god. <laughs> And you have the solar panels. <laughs> and you have three cats and I have a dog. I mean, that's the thing with science. We can't know. We can only I go, I mean, what if? We can and only so postulate. Why not? So why not? Why why not? Why not have that way be the way it is, you know? Why not have a billion multiverses? I don't know. So like the the fantasy sci-fi like nerd in me wants there to be just like a billion million trillion universes you know like we exist on many many planes of existence and things are happening to us but not happening to us and happening to ourselves happening in reverse to ourselves but like the scientific minded person in me sees this article and is like that's not a thing (laughs) like there's no there's no parallel universes like why would there be you know we're just lonely bugs on this big rock that happened on accident i will throw this out there okay i mean what do you think people thought i know that you've heard of this i i i think i hope you took gmo right no i didn't i didn't get to take that class because it was full oh man it's the best class what did it stand for uh it's like geology meteorology and oceanography yeah all the things i fucking love and i couldn't get into it oh it's the fucking coolest class man but so okay it made me think of this when it was talking about how, you know, normally we read these neutrinos coming down. Right. But in this time, we read them coming up, right? Right. You've heard of the magnetic pole swapping thing, right? Yes. So in 2012, um, I heard, okay, so the, the thing that, the way that I heard it was, you know how in 2012 the world was supposed to end? Yeah. By whatever prophecy. Uh, but there was another more scientific theory that thinks that in 2012, the magnetic poles of the Earth were supposed to shift. Do you buy into that? I don't know. <laughs> Let's hear your thoughts on it. Well, I completely do, because there's evidence behind it. Is there? goes with this. So, okay. So, essentially, that's when you get into the geology side, right? Okay. So, in geology, um, you can, like tell what the magnetic pole is from a rock because it would like be pulling minerals in the rocks to face a certain way Uh uh-huh and what they were noticing was that when they were digging down deep into some of these rocks you know you you could tell which way was like north and south from the way the minerals were in the rock but then as you got to newer rock they they like flipped and then they flipped again oh interesting so I mean, the, I, I guess you call it a theory. I don't know. I mean, I totally buy it, but I don't know that people have taken it on as like a whole to be a truth, you know? Okay. Yeah. But essentially you can tell, you know, time and date the way the magnetic poles were because they're frozen in the rock that way. So the idea is our magnetic poles constantly like weaken until they shift and then they like flip. And so pretty soon our compasses would be pointing like south all the time because they're calibrated to point north right doesn't that imagery like so you know when you have like a really strong set of magnets and you like place one flat on a table and then you have the other one and you just like slowly scoot the magnet toward the other magnet and you wait for them to just like smash together yeah that's the imagery that i'm getting about the the poles flipping (laughs) Like essentially they get so weak because they're being pulled in. But then when they flip, it just kind of like shoots back out. Right. Wouldn't that like, I'm just, I'm picturing earth entirely flipping upside down. Right. I know that's not what happens. No, it, it just, it's just changing the polarity of 
like which way it, it's it's basically like having a magnet right and then you just turn uh-huh. that magnet upside down okay the earth doesn't <laughs> need to turn upside down because it it's the magnetic field that's like around us that like we right. generate right yeah and a lot of people think that like the global warming and all that kind of stuff is due to this because as they get weaker coming up to the switch it doesn't protect as much of the like uv and all the stuff that like bombards us okay so they think that once the switch happens like we would begin to strengthen it again because it's the magnetic field that keeps a lot of like solar flares and stuff from like pounding us solar flares scare the shit out of me they should they're terrifying (laughs) thank you (laughs) they're terrifying they are but so you know I remember hearing about that in geology and being like, yeah, why not? Why, why not? Why could that not be a thing? The evidence is right there. So who's to say what this means? I mean, I don't know that it's necessarily saying that there is undoubtedly a parallel universe. I mean, they have to really figure this out, right? I mean, right. we didn't figure out this whole like polar shift in the magnetic poles until these rocks were like thousands of years old yeah so there's shit that's happening now and constantly that we won't figure out as a as as humanity i guess until you know the year four thousand if we make it that long yeah god will and the creek don't rise who knows if from like this point forward the neutrinos are always going to be going up and then one day they go oh my god they're going down again and then it's (laughs) not even related to this parallel thing you know so here's the thing there's another article that just came out directly after that article saying um, there is no parallel universe because... Definitely not. <laughs> so yeah. um, over the years, I guess the Anita team has detected a bunch of different events that are similar to this. So they're like, you know, stuff they can't exactly explain. Um, they have known about events like this since 2016. Okay. I feel like 2016 was a real key year for humanity, wasn't it? At least in America. Yeah. Real downslide there. Um, but yeah, after studying it for four years, they haven't really figured out what... There's no, there's no like, clear explanation for what's happening with it. And so sometimes, you know, media just grabs it and picks up on it and is like, look at this! Parallel universe! We did it, guys! Yeah. Here it is! Um, but that's not what's happening. Like, it's just science happening and we can't explain it yet. But I think just the human tendency to want to dream up parallel universes, because who doesn't want to fucking escape this one that we're in right now? I mean, we gave an Oscar to a parallel universe movie this past year. Which one? Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. It's the whole premise. (laughs) I mean, we like that shit. It's cool. It's a nice dream. It's cool. We can all think about how in a parallel universe like we have a really good competent leader who tells everybody to wear masks but (laughs) that's not what's happening in this universe i don't know it's it is a really nice sci-fi dream to have and i i like to think about it you know like what is my parallel universe self up to right now do i even exist in a parallel universe perhaps in a parallel universe i'm a boy or i was aborted or i my parents never met so like are you big into the parallel universe theory of just like, okay, there's literally a parallel universe for every tiniest, most minute decision? I like today, don't like that because... Today I got a coffee. Today I didn't. Everything else remains the same. That's the only thing different. But there's a universe where that's the one that happened. But see, if if that if every single decision creates a universe like that, like think about all the decisions that you mindlessly do in a day like exactly i decided to clean my glasses i decided to pick a wedgie like there's so much shit that happens on a day-to-day basis that you just unconsciously decide to do without making a decision you know man i'm gonna have to read this again because it's a very complicated theory yeah this is this is more of a time travel one but i really wish you watched the fucking marvel movies kelsey (laughs) i'm sorry because that's essentially what Endgame is all about. They go back in time to change these key moments, right? Yeah. But the way that time travel works in that movie is not, if I make this change, like, the future's gonna be different, right? Okay. 
what happens is when you change something in the past, it splits into a essentially new timeline, a new universe. Okay. And so if you came back to that exact moment in time, you could correct it to where that other one doesn't exist and it goes back to the way that it was supposed to be. Okay. Kind of thing. Right? So So like so it's it's the 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 concept of media that happens over and over you're like what if we went back and killed hitler it's essentially just that concept but eventually pretty much yeah so it's not it's it's not so much based on every tiny decision it's 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 more like there there are key moments that can change the way like a whole thing swings you know right yeah like a 2016 election <laughs> yeah i like to think about what would happen in other universes you know just it's just from a storytelling perspective, I guess, just to imagine how different the universe could be if things had happened. But it's also a really slippery slope because you start to think about, like, what if I had taken the other job? Or, like, what if I, yeah, you know, didn't buy this cat? I don't know. There's just... See, a... I like the idea of the parallel universe, but I'm also not a big what if I'd have done this type person. Yeah, know? I don't like to live in that headspace because it's not a good way to think. Like... You don't yeah, know what would have happened if you had taken that other job. You don't know what your that, life would be like. Yeah, that takes away from what is right yeah. now. Yeah, got to live in know? the now. We're stuck exactly. in the now. You got to accept it and live in it. <laughs> make the now the la- the what am I? But but make bleh, bleh. make it. You know, do the thing <laughs> and then make your now one. Life's you a garden. To dig live it. In. Yeah, life's a garden. Dig it. That one. So. What is your favorite parallel universe, like, I guess, media that you've encountered that you like to go, you know what, that's how I would like to see it. Okay. So the one that's in my brain specifically because I recently watched it is an episode of Community. Okay. It's where uh, they have to, like, figure out who's going to get up and go pay the pizza man. So there's a group of seven friends and one of the guys rolls a die to see which one is going to go and in each universe you know it rolls a one two three four five six or yeah somebody catches it midair and he doesn't roll the die so it splits into seven universes and like throughout the uh rest of the season they kind of explore what happened in the other universes quote unquote like the darkest timeline so okay i oh it's, that's that's funny yeah it's a very good like plot reference that they keep going back to like in the darkest timeline we're up to this yeah so what about you I mean, I think comics really do it pretty good. I really like the Spider-Verse stuff. Yeah. Prior to the movie, there was a comic book, like, story centered around it. And I just really liked it. And the movie kind of, like, went in a bit deeper to it. Yeah. But, like, I really like not so much the minute stuff, but kind of like you said, what if in this one I was a boy or in this one I was a girl, right? Right. So I really like... Where it's not so much every tiny decision, but it's like, okay, what if this one person was the thing that was different? Yeah. You know? Because in, um, so like for Spider-Gwen, it's what if Gwen Stacy got bit by the spider and not Peter Parker, right? So, so Peter Parker and, still exists in the Gwen Stacy universe, he's just not like a superhero? He is, he is not Spider-Man, and he's he actually becomes the lizard and dies. Oh, shit, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's a totally different world, totally different. Our Peter does not matter in any way, you know. Um, I really like that one where it's just like, what if, what is like this thing that could exist in different ways all the way throughout, you know? Yeah. I don't want to be thinking like, what if I took a right instead of a left today? Like, that's yeah. like too small, you know? Um, actually, you know what one of my favorite ones is? Tell me. Um, it was Family Guy. Oh, you know the one where Stewie invents the multiverse thing and he keeps like going to all these different places and you get the like Disney family guy thing? I don't remember that. I'm going to send this to you later. But so okay. uh, he comes up to Brian and he's all like, oh yeah, I, I just got back from this planet where like this happens. And he's like, you didn't really make a thing that does that. And they wind up getting stuck in a loop of traveling to all these different worlds trying to get back to ours, you know? Okay. Yeah. And so in one, he goes, yep, this world is basically exactly like ours. Nothing is different except when you go poop, it just kind of 
disappears and you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> what? And so he's like, so everything's the same except for when I poop. And he's like, uh-huh. And he's like, and then you just hear the sound. And he goes, did I just poop? And he goes, <laughs> yeah. And you don't have to worry about the waste. And he's like, this planet is great. God. Um, thinking of that, actually, I think about um, The Simpsons. Oh, Matt Grenning and his time travel shit. Dude. Because Futurama does it super well, too. Have you seen the one? It was a treehouse of horror where <laughs> Homer's trying to fix a toaster. But when he does, it sends him back in time to the dinosaurs. Oh, my God. And he's like, okay, just remember the advice that your father gave you on your wedding day. And, like, Grandpa pops up and he goes, if you ever go back in time, don't step on anything. The tiniest change could alter the future in ways you can't imagine. <laughs> so he just tries to stand there. And every time he goes back in time, he touches, like, the tiniest thing every time. Oh, my God. So, like, he's standing there and this mosquito comes by and he's like, ah, stupid bug, you go squash now. Oh. And so he kills one mosquito, but it changes everything when, like, he goes home. And in one, he goes he he goes back. He's super rich. Everyone's super nice and great. And he's like, oh, this place is great. Marge, dear, would you kindly pass me a donut? And she goes, donut? What's a donut? Oh, no. So he screams, <laughs> and he runs away. And then she goes, oh, it's raining again. And it's raining fucking donuts. <laughs> Man. But, like, I like to think about those, like, real tiny, like, okay, this one thing, how could it just, like, compound to all the different things that come? Yeah. You know? Like, he stepped on a, a fish, and then the world was like this, and then he killed that mosquito, and then th this happened. And one, he sneezed, and it made this T-Rex sneeze, and then every dinosaur started sneezing and died. So he oh caused God. all of them to die. Basically dinosaur smallpox. <clears throat> Pretty much. Um... There, I'd say those are my favorite ones. There is, um, actually, no, that's bringing me to think about Ray Bradbury because he does a lot of playing with like time travel and, you know, huge sci-fi stuff. But, um, so he has this yeah. one story called A Sound of Thunder that was made into a movie in yes. I think, 2005. You remember that movie? Yes. Well, okay. I remember the book. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, good. Yeah. Cause I read the book. Um, I saw the movie. The movie was, you know, it's okay. <laughs> was yeah. good but i liked it because it was you know ray bradbury but i actually um, don't know if i saw the movie to be honest um i went to see it in the theater with des to review it for our school newspaper and we okay. were the only two in the theater oh <laughs> like, man nobody saw this movie but um it's a really cool take on time travel because okay so it's about like this hunting party that travels back in time to kill fucking tyrannosaurus rexes and I'm like, yeah. first of all, that's problematic. <laughs> like, big game hunting, take it to a new fucking level. Yeah. But, um, so they're, the hunters are supposed to stay on, like, this levitating path so that they don't alter history because, you know, like, the smallest alteration can cause the, the biggest catastrophic yeah. changes. So, um, they have to, like, uh, you know, be careful not to step on any butterflies and whatnot. But, exactly. Um, one of them actually does find a crushed butterfly on his boot and then he finds out that that has like completely changed ripples around the universe and has updated history to be this terrible version of what what could be what actually happened so yeah that's one that i also super love and like to think about so i mean that's a bit different than i guess of parallel universe theory it's like yeah. time travel stuff but at yeah. the end of the day it's almost the same idea. Like it what, is, because like if you what, go back in time and change yeah. that one thing, then you create a different universe, you know? Exactly. I think the only solution is what was explained in Futurama <laughs> when in the Farnsworth pair box, Paradox box? Parabox? I forget. But they, um, they have to like... He accidentally creates a small universe or something inside of a box, and then they go into that universe, and there's also a box in that universe. Oh, and then it yeah. Just, creates like a series of boxes and they have to figure out which one's the right one and then they finally figure out like universe a has this box universe b has this box and at the end each of them like reaches through the box and pulls the other box out so they have their own universe in a box at the end of it and they have to like protect this box at all costs so wasn't the point that like okay so like we were on earth right 
uh-huh. and there and there and there was a problem. So they made a universe inside a box to try to solve the problem, but then they ran into a problem, so they made a universe to solve that problem, and we just compounded universes trying to like solve these problems but creating new ones along the way and no one could ever fix the original problem which was ours on earth that sounds about right wasn't that what was going on too and when you think about it that's really what time travel and multiverse theories all boil down to is like you're trying to go back to fix a problem but you're creating all these other problems in the wake of that (laughs) like you're crushing a butterfly all right so i know that this isn't the universe thing but time travel Mm -hmm. would you do it would I personally do it? Like, to go back and change Would something? Not just... Time travel is an option. <clears throat> it exists. It is a thing you can do. Would you Would you use this service, I guess? Absolutely not. Zero percent no. No. Hell no. <laughs> no I way. I do not trust time travel in any way. No, I'm going to get, like, splinched or something. Come out the other end all feet. I know. I don't know. I, I don't trust that stuff. I have read... Like, sometimes, you know, at nights when you can't sleep and you get down a Google rabbit hole and you find weird theories about President Obama being a time traveler on the internet. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, ever, you ever have some of those nights? No. Well, oh, no. let me tell you this. Obama is a time traveler. <laughs> According to... I have, I have heard that theory, but I have not delved into that one. It's either really convincing or it's really convincing at three in the morning when you have not slept. I yeah. can't tell which is true. <laughs> I don't know. The concept of time travel freaks me out. I think um, there's too much you can fuck up, you know? Yeah. I can't find the video, but um, me and Taylor were just watching a thing. She hadn't really heard of Matt Groening being like a time traveler dude kind of thing. Really? And somebody was like, he predicted 2020. Like, check this out. And it's a <laughs> clip from one of the shows. I think I told you about this one, though. And it shows these two guys in China, like, packing up a box, and one of them coughs in it. It comes over here, and then everybody gets sick, and then everybody's quarantined and all that stuff. And to top it off, these, like, killer hornets get released at the same time. Oh, my God. And it's all in the same episode. I swear to God. Mac Redding is, like, on some next-level shit. I don't know what it is, but he just... He's dialed into some radio frequency that none of us have access to. It's for gods only. I know. Well, see, he's probably just going to these parallel universes and seeing the way things are going. That's what it is. <laughs> if he's hanging out in this universe, it must be the best one. So let's hold on hope I guess for that. so. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we could just have a version of Matt that got put here in, in, in place of his that was from here. We got the loser version of him, and like the really, really good one is president in the best universe. He was like, you know what? I like this one better. I'm gonna steal that Matt Groening and put him here. <laughs> okay. Well, are you ready to um, stuff this universe into a box? Yes, please. Hey guys, please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this audience. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform from whichever universe you may be from, so you never <laughs> miss an episode. We release weekly every Monday, no matter what universe you go to, it's always Monday. We are the one certainty in all the universes. Yimtopes on Monday. That's just the way it is, okay? That's like a law of the universes. If you have a second, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a big old five stars. That would help us out so much. While you're out there traversing the universes, you can find us and friend us on social media. We are at YMBTOAP on Twitter and Instagram and Twitter and Instagram, which are in the Booniverse. Be sure to the like Booniverse. and follow. <laughs> Be sure to like and follow our Facebook or Facebook page, and subscribe to our channels on YouTube, BooTube, and Twitch. And mm. yep, yep. <laughs> I was like, all right, where are we gonna go? <laughs> and Bewitch. I said Bewitch. <laughs> uh we just had a streaming situation on twitch we streamed portal 2 for you guys on saturday it was so much fun thank you guys so much for showing up and for being so mm-hmm. active in the chat it was an amazing time we hope you come out next time the clips are all up on youtube and one big long stream for you guys to watch there if you missed it um you can also email us at yemtope at gmail.com we want your listener mail tell us about your multiverse theories what's your favorite alternate universe timeline media what is your time travel 
deal? Would you do it? Would you not? Uh, our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Is BooTube better than YouTube? Oh, for sure. But we had one more important sound we wanted you to hear. That sounds like like a scary one. The the BooTube. The BooTube.